Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Godfather Part 2 Minute with me, your host, Alex Robinson. And with me, your co-host, Andy Robinson. And today we're going to talk about minute number 72. 73. You're right, 73. Alex, maybe Michael Corleone sent you back in time. (laughs) I don't have a head for big deals the way way you do. Uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about minute number 73 today. Alex, repeat after me, please. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Setanta tre. Setanta tre. And you know what, Alex? This is, I think, historic. I stopped looking up how to pronounce the numbers. I think I got it. Oh. Yeah. All the numbers? Uh, I haven't looked at the past four or five. Hmm. Yeah. Setanta tre. I like it. 20 20 episodes from now, I'm totally off and I think I'm saying them right. It's like, <laughs> Just making like up we're words. creating a new podcast language. You know? <laughs> For all I know, you've been making it up the whole time and, I, and I'm just being, being a fool. So. Oh my gosh, that would have been the best joke on you. You go to Sicily all you think you're all big man on campus. Like, How many beers do you want? I'm like, Trantagola. <laughs> Well, Alex, tell us about the minute. Well, all right. 73. Action-packed scene, 73. Um, The Rosado brothers continue to strangle the flailing Frankie Five Angels (laughs) until a local policeman enters the tavern. Richie, the bartender, tries to act cool until the curious cop notices the crumpled capo. Chaos uh, breaks out as the Rosados flee the scene and get into a shootout in the street. Willie Chichi opens fire and gets hit by a car. Meanwhile, a plane arrives at night. Yeah. Whoa. So, yeah. Can you say that again? The whole thing? (laughs) A lot going on. Yeah. You know, I thank you again. I I want to uh, give you some praise for a wonderful intro. Okay. Although, I feel like you just missed it. You had a lot of alliteration. You didn't put in Carmine. Oh, I should have said that. Carmine uh, and the crumpled capo. Yeah, the... The yeah. killer you know, Carmine. We do it, and we'll we'll record it later. Maybe okay. tack it on at the end of the episode. Killer Carmine. Okay, wait one more time. The level wasn't right. Killer Carmine. Okay, got it. Um, so, what do you think, Alex? Action packed. A lot going on. Yes, this is probably the biggest action since the attempted assassination of Michael in his home. Yeah, and before that, since uh, the baby was sleeping inside Kate. Oh, why do you keep bringing that back up? <laughs> And I want to point out before we get into some very heady analysis, mm-hmm. this is the minute that I think causes the most confusion in Godfather Two. How so? At least for us. Oh, about the is the, this staged? Yeah. Is is it not? Is it real? If it is staged, who's in on it? Who's not? Yes, yeah, so we'll we, get to all that. We've been discussing that. Uh, well, let's do it now. We're here. Okay, let's right. get into it. Well, yeah, we, you and I have been discussing it. Like, why did they say Michael Corleone says hello if he's going to be dead in two seconds anyway? Yeah. The people on the internet, on Reddit, were saying it's because this has all been orchestrated by Roth. Mm-hmm. Like, the cop is on in, on Roth, the bartender's uh, Roth, everyone except Cheech and, and Frank Pantan. Yeah, and you know everyone. what? I disagree with that. 
You disagree with it. Okay. Well, well first of all, exhibit A, mm-hmm. the cop comes in, the bartender tries to act cool. Carmine Rosado pulls out his gun like he's about to shoot the cop. Yeah. If the cop was in on it, he wouldn't be trying to shoot the cop. But he didn't shoot. I'm just, I'm not saying I disagree, right. but I, I'm going to, for the, the sake of the podcast, I'm going to try to poke holes in your justification. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're staging this, don't they want to make it look as real as possible for Frankie? But Frankie's like in the crumpled up in the phone booth. He can't see what's going on. The crumpled on. capo is trying to make a call to <laughs> yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But they didn't know he was necessarily going to be out of sight. Right. Well, and also, if they yeah, were maybe. going to do this, there, it seems like there would be better way. Why would he draw the gun? That's, I guess, is the big question. Because I guess Frankie is seeing him pull out the gun, and yeah. Frankie's like, "Oh, this Maybe, must be legit." Yeah. No, I think it could go either way, but I, yeah, right. I, I lean toward your argument. Um, and so I discovered on the internet a new theory, new theory. which I believe a hundred percent, and it totally neatly wraps it all up in a little ribbon. Oh, let's go there then. Here's the well. Here. Hold on, I need new theory music. Here new we go. theory. All right, what'd you think? Part one of my theory, I have to reveal who the real Alex Robinson (laughs) is. No. So, if you recall, earlier in the film, uh, Michael was talking to Hyman Roth, a friend in Miami, Mm -hmm. and he said, uh, you know, I just want to let you know about all this stuff. And, okay, then in that case, Frank Pantangeli is a dead man. That's how Mikey ends their conversation. Yeah, that's right. So, Roth then says to the Rosados... All right, I talked to Michael Corleone, and he says Michael Corleone's a dead man. So uh, Frankie Five Angels is a dead yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Frankie Five Angels is a dead man. So as far as the Rosado brothers know, this hit was authorized by Michael Corleone. So, But are they're the ones doing it. Yeah, they're the ones doing it because Hyman Roth said, oh, he says it's okay. He's, oh, okay. He says, so Rosado's interpreted that as in, okay, so we can do it. So yeah, or, or you know, even if, even if it wasn't... Obviously, the Rosado brothers and Frankie hate each other. Yeah, and so the mm. even if he said have, have Michael Corleone says he's a dead man, then mm. the Rosado brothers might have just taken it upon themselves that okay, now we have the clear to hit him because yeah. so there's like two degrees of telephone going on of yeah Roth yeah. interpreting Michael Corleone uh, Frankie Five Angels is a dead man to as. He's, yeah. he's going even to though killed. Michael didn't really mean that he just said that to convince Rob right. that he was on yeah. his side so it's kind of it's kind of ironic Whoa. in that way because Michael's doing this to deceive Roth but it winds up causing him so much more yes. problems and it explains why when they say Michael Corleone says hello they're not trying to get Frankie to flip they're just doing it as one last F you like the C note yeah. just one last insult to Frankie before mm-hmm. they kill him and then and that's why out, he says the cops get into the shootout. All that stuff is legit, and then that's when you yeah. know, that stuff happens. And so. and the whole Michael Corleone says hello is is legit. They're saying yeah. this hit was was yeah. called on was initiated by Michael Corleone, your boss. Yes. Yeah. So I, I really like it. I, I think, think you did me, it, Alex. Well, it wasn't me. It was some wag on the internet. But wow, but, but that uh, is that's right on. I really feel like that's the the the. Wow, and that is awesome. Yeah, I know. That's a fantastic <laughs> plot uh, shift there. Yeah. And a change and a double, not a double cross, but kind of a plan, a really good plan, but that went south, not because not because of his own doing, but because of, the, the ironically, the incompetence of his enemies. 
Yeah. They couldn't kill. <laughs> Although if they had killed him, I guess if they had killed him, Michael still would have won in the end. He would have moved forward with his plans. Right? If Frankie had died? Uh, let's see. I mean, in terms of Roth, Frankie, that doesn't really seem to interfere. Yeah, because Michael still would have gone to Cuba. Yeah, I don't even think they find out that Frankie's still alive until after he gets back from Cuba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't have impacted yeah, anything. So I think so, it would have. Uh, so Frankie's really just, uh, what do they call that? Um, what do you call it when someone is not an, imp- not an important part of the plan? Superfluous. Superfluous, a loose change, or just uh, um, <laughs> collateral damage. Collateral damage. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's, that's why a, I think and that's it makes the rest of it. Everyone else is behaving uh, mm-hmm. properly. The police yeah. are trying to enter thing, and the police are try, the guys just walking in and and so on. Yeah, so uh, I love it. All right, let's go. I'm committed. <laughs> wow, that really makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you found that. Oh, I know it really. That it was awesome. like it was like a stone in my shoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right? was really like oh, it's such a. Now I wonder if that is actually the tr- the real. If, if someday when we interview Frank Frank Ford Coppola, we're gonna yeah. have to uh, Frankie Ford Coppola, yeah. Frankie Five Coppolas. <laughs> the callback well, is because Five Coppolas. Well, house. looking back, we were coming up with some pretty unbelievable justifications that make no sense. Like the whole Michael Corleone sending. Uh, Carmine Rosado, not Carmine, the other Rosado, back in time to say hello to Garada. Like, come on, really? Yeah, that was probably the biggest stretch. That, that was one. a stretch. The yeah. time travel one, because clearly he sent Cheech back in time. Yes. to try to stop the uh, <laughs> stop. What was Speaking going of on. Cheech, yes, I wanted to ask you. So Cheech, at the beginning of this meeting, he says, "Frankie, like I should come with you." Yeah, yeah. Frankie said, "No, don't worry, Cheech, I got it." Ah! And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. let's go, good. Yeah. So Cheech waits outside, and then Frankie almost dies. Yeah. And then at the end of this minute, like you said, Cheech gets into a shootout with the Rosados and their, their button men out in the street. Yeah. So is Cheech a good button man? Well, I, well one, and bodyguard. Well, one question. Well, he was... He did say, "Go ahead," and you know, yeah. he did. He Frankie did wave him down and wave, wave him off, and uh, so. But should he have insisted to stay? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's uh, one thing I don't know is who. Uh, like, we don't see who starts the gunfight out there. They yeah, run out no. the door. All of a sudden, we hear, and then when we yeah. go out in the street, we see everyone with a bunch of guys shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Did they come running out and? Like, did Cheech shoot first when he saw them running out in a hurry and just assumed it was trouble? Did they come out and see Cheech waiting there and be, "Uh uh-oh, we better kill Cheech while we're here and try to shoot him? Yeah, because Carmine Rosado Mm -hmm. knew Cheech was out there because he had Mm -hmm. welcomed them to the bar. Yeah. But then I was thinking the order of people running out there was Carmine. Did you notice Carmine grabbed his hat? Oh no! Off I the bar before he ran awesome. out. We got to get into the details of them all. It was like a clown car. Yeah, People yeah. Like running out of there with a cop. Yeah, they just kind of like, like a, a bum rush. Just like, <laughs> like, they like push past the cop. I mean, they bowled him over. Yeah, I and mean, the fact that he's an old school cop with yeah. the jacket and the hat. It's <laughs> the like the key blouse. The blouse. He's like the Keystone <laughs> cop and uh, and clowns running out. <laughs> but anyway, I think Carmine. Yeah, maybe Carmine was one of the first people out of there. And, and then so they, he would have seen Cheech. But seen I don't Cheech. know. If I, I think Cheech is pretty sharp. 
I could see him seeing all these people coming out and starting and just starting to shoot at them. Like running and maybe out. he heard Frankie screaming and started to oh, come up, but then he saw the cop, so he, he kind of stayed back a little bit. Yeah, or he saw, he saw the cop go in, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, uh, well, he hears Frankie going, and then screaming. Here's like, Frankie yeah. screaming. <laughs> then the, <laughs> the cop goes in, mm-hmm. and then like... Ten seconds later, everyone comes bustling out the door. Yeah. Would that be enough for Cheech to just open fire? Well, the cop was right on their tails, too. Right. Yeah, coming out. So, I don't know. Just It seems really odd to just start shooting. I'm going to guess the Rosado was shot first. Yeah, I think you're right. Probably saw Cheech and just immediately said, yeah. Well, hold on a second. I just realized, you see, after Cheech gets shot and he's standing up, you mm-hmm. see the the cop, I think the cop that goes into the bar, helping another cop right. who has been shot. Yeah. So I'm thinking the Rosados run out of the bar and and start shooting the cops. And then Cheech... Just, I don't think Cheech shoots the cops. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think the Rosados shoot that cop, the, the second cop out there. Yeah. And then Cheech sees them and starts shooting at the Rosados. The Rosado crew. Huh. And then they shoot at Cheech. Huh. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. It seems like it would be... Are they... Is he just assuming Frankie's in trouble? Yeah. If he, they come running out and shoot at a cop, then... I think he, he would knows. assume that they are... Yeah. That there's trouble. Yeah, and, something's uh, gone down. Yeah. That's my guess. Hmm. I think he is a good button man. He was following his instincts, uh-huh. which were to kind of warn Frankie that it's not safe to go in there. And then yeah. to also... Um, kind of linger close and be ready and not only does he get shot he stands up after he's been shot gets a few more shots off right through the windshield and then yeah. gets knocked over by the car he's tough yeah he is he almost gets tough. run over because he, he the car hits him and he lands on the ground and then he rolls and right where he was a car zooms yeah. right past mm-hmm. him so uh mm-hmm. yeah there's a close shave <laughs> Would you say that because Cheech was getting a shave? Yeah, and, uh, that's why I said that. <laughs> uh, we know we don't we don't know whatever happens to Cheech. Well, we know later he's called by the Senate, right? But did today. he spend the rest of his days in prison? Did uh, Corleone's have him killed for testifying? We don't know yeah. what. Uh, did yeah. he show up in GF three? That's true. That would have been a great cameo. <laughs> I wonder who he could have been in, in GF three. What his role would have been? He could have been like fresh out of prison. Oh yeah, but I mean, he was he he testified against the Corleones. He yeah. didn't. He didn't. So I it's feel like they would not. They would not. Uh, yeah, no, you're gonna die for that. You won't be seeing Cheech no more. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's uh, it's it's kind of odd that they don't uh, tie that up. Yeah, I guess it's like the Fabrizio in GF one. Yeah. Was it like, worth it? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, yeah, and that's the end of GF two. And at the end of GF2, you don't see him already having made the move into business like in GF3. I was wondering if it's because he's becoming all corporate. Michael's coming corporate. Mm, Maybe they're above killing people at that point. Right. But it seems like it could have been a good part of the the killing Hyman Roth, Frankie Five Angels dying in prison, and then someone getting to, to Willie Cheech. You're right. Yeah. Wow. And that also, that would have had even more of an impact because... Well, I guess you see Frankie Five Angels killing himself. Oh, spoiler alert, sorry. Should I cut that out in case <laughs> no. people haven't seen it? No. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I wonder if they ever pondered that. Hmm. Having Cheech killed in that scene for testifying. Yeah. Killed by uh, yeah. Frankie Five Angel's brother. <laughs> yeah. Because that was own family. They'd bring him back to Sicily. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, so, interesting that the cop, I want to point out that the cop knows the bartender's name. Richie. He says, hey, Richie. Yeah. Interesting. Is it just because uh, cops are on the beat back then? They know their their turf. They know. Yeah, their, I'm going to assume that he's you know a beat cop who knows the whole neighborhood. Probably uh, he's probably shaking down the the, the bartender. Or at least the bartender pays him off. I oh, don't that's know. right. I yeah. don't know which end of the who was who was volunteering what, but uh, yeah. Um, it is interesting that the cop comes in and he says, "Hey, are you open or close? It's yeah. dark in here." Yeah. He's like, oh, I just came in to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I> just, yeah. <laughs> and then, so I guess I'm wondering what the cop's motivation is. And he kind of walks in. He's like, is that something on the floor? When he sees, yeah, he sees yeah. Frankie's feet over there. Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he looking to shake him down? Or is he just kind of wandering around looking for, he's bored, looking for something to do? He's got to know this is a mob bar. Um, Maybe. Well, hey, we don't know if he's, you know. If he's a crooked cop, we don't know mm. if he's uh, which side he's on. Yeah. Um, it could just be that we don't know if he's you know an alcoholic who just wants to come in for a drink at ten o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, you know, we really maybe just likes hanging out with Richie and talking to him. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's not so malevolent. Maybe it's just something huh. as simple as that. He just wants to pop in and see Richie. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it, I it perfect. I guess in a better world, he would have explained why he was coming in immediately. Like, hey, I brought back your bowling ball you lent me. Or, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm buying tickets. You want to buy tickets for my kids' raffle? You know, something like that. So, yeah, yeah. Because now it's just a big plot hole that uh, <laughs> yeah, we kind of falls apart based. Well, on Well, I don't think now you filled the big plot hole, the big one. Yes, so yes. I love that explanation. <laughs> so in the beginning of this minute, the. They're uh-huh. garroting Frankie Five Angels and yeah. dragging him, and they drag him into the phone booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, who's the other Rosado? Who's Danny Aiello? Carmine and uh, I think it's Tony Rosado. Tony Rosado. So yeah. Tony Rosado says, "Close the effing door!" Yeah. Trying to like, stuff him in there, but he's <laughs> yeah, clearly yeah. not dead yet. So they're just trying to hide him in there while the cop is there and hope he doesn't make noise. I guess because yeah. I didn't think there was anyone else in the phone booth with him. No, I didn't think so either. Stuffing him in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They meant that door, right? Not the front door of the bar. I think so. I, I assumed it was the phone yeah. booth door. Yeah. I thought it was funny that, that they were dragging him into a phone booth uh-huh. as he was going, ah, Because ah! <laughs> I'm wondering if they wanted to make, if they wanted to force him to make a prank call oh. to Fredo. <laughs> a prank call. A prank call. <laughs> Because, you know, Fredo gets all these prank calls. Oh, that's so, right. Ah, you know, just, <laughs> well, what, Jesus Christ, what time is it? Ah, ah. Oh, man, what? hearing you really reminds me of back in the old days. <laughs> and, <it's>, ah. <laughs> and they go, uh, John, uh, Frankie, is that you? Michael Corleone says hello. <laughs> He's like, oh, hi, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> all these mixed messages. <laughs> and then, of course, the call gets Crossed with Johnny Ola's call. Oh, yeah, Fredo, we just want to know if he's on the level. <laughs> <laughs> party line. Yeah, party line. That's it. Oh, there's our godfather of product. Oh, there you yeah, go. I you know can... it's already been invented, but at the time of this it would have been a scene, new thing. it would have been a new thing. Yeah. Now, do you mean like the 80s or 90s party line where you call up and talk to random people like that? No, no. It's, it's multiple people on one call. Okay. What, what, what do you mean? I don't. What was that? You just 
talked about it. Well, the, in line? the original sense of a party line, it was like, um, like you said, like a building would have one phone in the whole building and everyone would talk on the same line. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, so like yeah. if you were in an apartment building, you didn't know if someone else could pick up the phone and be listening. Oh, okay. And so that, that would be called a party line. Yeah. But in the 90s, I think... Uh, that was during the boom of like those phone call these phone numbers and you could talk and it was you could call a number and there would be all swinging singles ready to talk to you on the phone it'd be like you call up and there'd be pretty ladies there and you'd be like so where are you from and all oh, that stuff oh it's like a sex call well but I mean it was it's it's not like a they didn't advertise it it was more like a dating kind of call as a, oh, I don't think okay. you were supposed to go on there and talk dirty you were supposed yeah. to go on there and find a lady who then you would meet up with I'm sure no one huh. actually I'm sure it, and was, it was like a, a it was a you pay for that it's like yeah a, it was so many cents a minute or whatever oh okay and uh, oh interesting party yeah. so, so I wasn't talking about that okay so well, that is an interesting idea <laughs> then, that's right? what I mean like I would definitely call a party if I knew I could talk to like Frankie Five Angels and Fredo <laughs> and a bunch of Godfather characters oh my gosh and you never know who you're gonna get <laughs> yeah because they all it rings at all of their houses at the same time oh. so it's a, it's a hybrid of both of those I like it yeah <laughs> party like call it Call one eight. Call one nine nine nine. Big be? deals. Big deals. No, that's like a Frankie. Like <laughs> yeah, well, that's if you wanted his extension. Oh, okay. if you wanted to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the commercial would be Frankie would be... five 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 A N G. Why? Why set up a Ritz cracker and chop liver, and you can get the real thing. <laughs> Oh. And then each each character would uh, in the commercial would give you a little. They, they would kind of demo. They would model things that they would talk to you about. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, Frank, it's just like the old days. I was about like back in New York, and then he's on the phone. <laughs> yeah. That's in the commercial. So you're like, oh, I could be on the phone with him. I'm trying to think of what characters we see on the phone in. You see Sonny getting the call from the Sonny's Turk. on the phone. <laughs> That's Talk to Sonny. We I see, see uh, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, on I the won't phone. lose my temper. Yeah. <laughs> we see Mikey on the phone uh, mm-hmm. when he's calling Sonny. Yeah. To tell him that there's no one here. Yeah. There's no one Garden Pop. Uh-huh. I won't uh. panic. <laughs> I won't panic at Needle Park. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> and Santino gets the call from Connie. Mm hmm. Connie that. gets the call from uh, Carlo's girlfriend. That's right. Uh, Michael Michael talks on the phone yeah. with Kay. Technically, Mama got the call from Connie. Oh, yeah. And then she mm-hmm. handed over to... Uh, no. to <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I what don't, she's well, talking about. I can't hear it. <laughs> so these wow, that would have been an interesting change in plot. Mm-hmm. Mama takes that and listens to that whole call, and she ends up going to the causeway because mm. she never put Sonny on the line. Uh-huh, so yeah. Mama listened to the whole thing. And she drives <laughs> to the causeway and they end up killing Mama. Would she run out and run to the yard? She's like, "Come on, open up the gate!" Yeah. She's all like yelling at all the. Yelling. Come on, open up <laughs> the gate. Go do your job. <laughs> and then they would kill Mama on the causeway. Wasn't that a movie in the eighties? <laughs> That's right. Kill Mama on the causeway. Kill Mama. Throw Mama from the causeway. Oh, that was it. That's more violent. Yeah. Wait, why is that more violent? Know, throw, she, she could live. You're saying just kill her. Yeah. From the causeway. <laughs> You're figuring it being like an overpass where she's falling like 30 yes. feet to her death. Yeah. So, uh, 
I like the idea of the calls. You know, there probably was a real party line when when Kay called the Corleone house. She ended up getting uh, Clemenza, who was saying, oh, I love you. But then he ended up giving the call to Mikey, and she's like, tell me you love me. So it really was like one of those sex sex calls, (laughs) your dirty little sex calls. Um. And the other party line is where Fredo uh, has the band show up in Las Vegas. That was a party. That was a party. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was more party <laughs> than line. But yeah. 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 You get the idea. All right. There's our commercial. Danny Aiello. Let's talk about Danny Aiello, who plays Tony Rosato. Tony Rosato. Right. Uh, this was only his second film role. Wow. And um, weirdly, he, he was, I'm sorry, excuse me, third film role. Mm-hmm. He was in a movie with Robert De Niro uh, mm-hmm. called Bang the Drums Slowly. I'm pretty sure that... Uh, Huh. I'm okay. pretty sure that that's uh, the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah, the baseball movie. I've never heard of it. It's a, I think it's about the Black Sox scandal of oh. 1919. Okay. I think Robert De Niro plays one of the guys who's involved in the scandal. Okay. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but wow. uh, but the second movie that Danny Aiello was in was in a movie called The Godmothers. What? Which came out after The Godfather. Okay. And um, the plot is two brothers pose as women to avoid marrying a mobster's ugly daughter. Two, say that again. <laughs> two brothers, uh-huh. like you and I, uh-huh. um, pose as women to avoid marrying a mobster's ugly daughter. Oh, funny. The so God they, were, they were both potential... Husbands, I guess. Or so they both had to do it. We gotta watch this. Yeah, we totally gotta. Is it a comedy? <laughs> What's that? It's a comedy. Oh yeah, it's a comedy. And it, it's <laughs> Mickey Rooney is sorry, the guy, is the dumb, Godfather. Oh, funny. I, that was a dumb question. Is it a comedy? <laughs> it a, a serious drama about two men who have to pose. <laughs> so this as is women. in the seventies. This is right yeah, after nineteen seventy three. So in wow. between GF three and GF four. GF four. GF GF one and right GF2. after GF two. Wait, when did GF two come out? Seventy. Two, I thought GF one came out in seventy two. Oh, maybe yeah. Seven. GF two came. GF one came out in seventy two. So, so seventy four maybe was yeah. GF two. No, so this was seventy three. So that that would make sense. You know, how I remember the year because huh. I just saw it on the offer, the last episode of the offer, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yeah. So um, what else you got about Danny Aiello? Danny, he, close the effing door, Aiello. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a long and length, lengthy film career. I'm sure we can. Well, Andy, I'm afraid it's that time again. What time? <laughs> time for people to go to godfatherminute.com slash support so they can listen to the rest of the episode hidden behind this fiendish paywall. That's right, and check out my band, The Underdog Night Soldiers. We got new songs dropping almost every day. Nice. Yeah. Almost every day. Wow, nice. Yeah. And there are some legal issues with one. So. <laughs> uh, and uh, also, the, the little teaser for the, in the, the end, at the end of this episode, we talk about the, the offer. We do a little uh, retrospective on the Paramount Plus series, The Offer. And so if you want to hear that, go to godfatherminute.com slash support. And uh, you know what? I say yes. What do you say? 